Hello and welcome back to another week at Drone DJ. This week we do have leaks from DJI's new drone or drones. Uh, we also have several updates uh, just before the Labor Day long weekend. So let's kick off with leaks. We love leaks, don't we? We always love leaks. And honestly, with these two drones that have been leaked, not necessarily like, not recently, they've been leaked for the past, I think the, the Enterprise one's been leaked even before the Air Air three, um, but I didn't. Even, I didn't really do a lot of research into it because I mean, I read the article. I mean, of course, I read the articles, but like, didn't really like really dig down and prepare for it because there's so little that we know that there's no point even looking into it because it's just speculation. Like, what? Well, the highlight of the league is Mini Four. Yeah, which is pretty close. I mean, what Mini Three Pro came out last year? Was it beginning of last year? Right. Yeah. It was spring, so I guess. I guess we're getting close to a refresh. I don't know. I, I, I feel like time just feels weird. I feel like it should be further out than that. Well, yeah, when I first heard about a, a potential Mini 4, I was really surprised. I heard that maybe a month ago. Um, mm-hmm. And now we're seeing, you know, sort of um, the actual like, leak channels. Yeah, information coming yeah. out on Mini 4. Um, I was pretty surprised. Mini 3 was last May, I believe when it was yeah. announced and then fulfillment all the way bleeded into the summer. Um, so we're only um, a year, like slightly over a year, right? Yeah. And so I, I'm trying to think, I mean, I just wrote an article. I just finally finished up that I mean, a few weeks ago, we did the whole like, what drone should you buy or whatever. And I finally finished the article. And, it, it and now there's a new of, one, potentially. It was a beast of an article. Like It was like 1600 like words. And like, it took me a while just because I tried to get my thoughts around everything. And I kind of came to a consensus, like, because you you kind of get to that beginner level and that's pretty easy to kind of determine what drone you should get. If you're a beginner or like if you're just doing social media stuff, like that's pretty easy. And then if you're like a professional and you're making money, all this stuff, that's pretty easy too. Like, yeah, you buy the drones that are going to make you the most money. It's like that's in between. All right. It's that in between where it's like, yeah. they're all like, they're all almost they're, other than that Hasselblad camera. Like they're all doing the same sensors. Like they're all almost all the same sensors, they're all the same like stat uh, specs of the cameras. Like the Air Three is legitimately just a combination of the Mini Three and Mavic Three Pro. Like two of those. Like it's what and also like and so like everything's four K sixty. So what is the Mini Four going to do? Is the Mini Four going to go to five K? Like on like a what on like a one over one point? Um, like on like a tiny sensor? Like is that do you want more pixels on it? Like. One of the mm-hmm. leaks was saying it's the same obstacle avoidance. I was hoping maybe they can put a 360 obstacle avoidance instead of just forward, backward, and the bottom sensor. Um, but the rumor says it's still three-way yeah. obstacle avoidance. It, um, it looks like it's a little bit different. Camera? I don't know. Like we, I don't think we've gotten camera specs yet for it. So, um, you know, what it would be? I mean, what right now it's what it's right now is 4K 60. One uh one point f one point seven, um you know and you can one, shoot over, 10 bit. one over one over one point three. So like you maybe know, on, what, on a pro you can shoot ten bit, which gives you a lot of room to work with in post. Yeah, you you got you got ten bit for that. Like it's we're at the point. It's kind of like talking about the, the next iPhone upgrade. I feel like like what what do you need what? for the next okay. iPhone upgrade? Let me tell you the one thing I want on the Mini 3 Pro, uh, or I want it improved. Have you ever changed the propellers on Mini 3 Pro? It's not. Is The Mini 3 still has it's a screw, painful. right? It's painful. It's still, they're still screwed in, right? In the Mini 3? Uh, they're screwed in, and the screws are so tiny. And my, my yeah. first advice is don't do not use the screwdriver that came with it. 
get oh, that's the cheapest screwdriver ever. Screwdriver. That's like what the issue happened several times for our customers and students. They because that that screwdriver, if you keep on trying to like use it too too hard, it actually ruined the thread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And then they couldn't get right. it out. Right. It's just it's so painful to change propellers. So I'm hoping, maybe I, at least to me, that's one thing I like to see improved on yeah. Mini Four. But other than that, uh, uh, like my quick. ask would be, my ask would be 360 obstacle avoidance and mm-hmm. um, you know better propellers, easier way of dealing with the propellers. Those would be my yeah. ask. There's a photo in one of the articles, uh, one of Bruce's, the um, the one from August 10th. I don't know if you have that one tied up. But there's a, uh, a, a good one. Yeah, one sec. There's a good photo from above it, and the obstacle avoidance does look a little bit different. It looks like kind of like the uh, the Mavic Three, you know, Air 3, like the 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 new kind of like the, what, what's been on the Mavic Three and what the Air Three have, where it's pointed to the side more. It's in the feature uh, our, uh, image. So is that one? If you look really closely on the what the obstacle avoidance is, it looks like they're angled sideways because right now they're just pointed straight forward and straight backwards. They look, so they look a little bit larger. Like 20, it bleeds a bit to the side. Yeah. So the the issue, I think the, I, I refer back to like, you know, the iPhone because like, I think the, we're going to see like a very small incremental change. Um, it's not going to be like a jump between the mini two and mini three. That was like, that that was substantial, mm-hmm. and I mean it'll probably be like kind of like the jump from the regular mini to the mini two, where it was kind of the, it was the same design and just kind of like a lot of upgrade, a lot of, some a lot of improvements of just inter- just small improvements overall. Everything, you know, maybe uh, I, I don't know. I, I can't see them going to five K on the video resolution. That just doesn't really make sense for the mini lineup. Although. Hell, why not? Like, why? What? I mean, what's what's stopping them other than the technology? Just do it. Like, they can do it. Just throw the chipset in there that supports it. Um, I just think that a 5K video out of that small of a sensor just wouldn't really look all that great. So, I don't know. It's it, it just we like it's just weird. Flight flight times probably going to improvement. Optical points probably going to improvement. I mean, with with something with the video improvement. Well, the thing is with a sub two fifty drone. There's very limited room you can improve yeah. anyway, and they're they're right on that edge because they're. I think the Mini Three Pro is like without the the plus battery, it's like it's two it's two forty nine. Like it is on that anything you add on to that puts it over the limit. So you um, know what's interesting is I waited my when I first got it. It was actually around mm-hmm. two forty three. Really, but over time, Mine was yeah, like. Over- over time, it increased. Once you start collecting dust, other things on there, they started maybe it was two forty. Maybe it was two forty three. But like, to be honest, like, I mean, a couple grams is like anything. Like, there's nothing that weighs less than probably like ten grams. You can add like any sort of strobe light you put on it, or like you add stickers. You add enough stickers, like, like it's just gonna it's gonna add up and put over two fifty. So because everything's just a couple grams, so it, it's it's really interesting. I mean, we can't complain about. I mean, at least we can't complain about uh it having not having USB-C like uh, the current iPhone that already has that USB-C. So who knows? Uh, DJI Enterprise. We also have a leak in the same article about DJI Enterprise. Yeah, this one, this was the one that kind of was like confused with the Air 3 when I first started leaking. I think some people thought this was the Air 3. It did, um, uh, it did look like Air 3. If you look at this front image. It it looks, yeah, it, it, it came out around the same time like it and with the Air 3 and it 
was like a, it was larger than the Air Two S. So like everyone, I was just like, oh, this is the Air Three. But then like, then I think other Air Three videos are like, oh, this is this is something different. And apparently, it's fixed wing. It's, uh, is that, oh, sorry, like you mean it doesn't fold? Yeah, the, the, wings the arms don't, don't the fold. arms don't fold in. Um, which so, I just want to bring it up. Like, what use cases would you have a drone that's? It looks like to be the size of uh, the Mavic Three. Um, zoomed in, like it looks like it has the same, even has the same camera sensor as the Mavic Three. Um, but fixed wing, like, does that have any improvements? Maybe there's flight time improvements, uh, flight not, stability not improvements. Just a correction, not fixed wing, because fixed wing is is like your Sorry. actual airplane. Uh, non-foldable arms. Unfold, yeah, it's fixed arms. Fixed, fixed arms. arms, right? Fixed arms. Fixed, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I mean. Um, but like, what I, I don't use know case why they have? would have because this looks so much like the Mavic lineup design. I don't know why they wouldn't have the arms foldable. Like, what would be the reason? They're, they've got to have a specific reason because that's almost changing the airframe design, right? Yeah, it, it's it. It looks pretty much. I, I wonder if this is like not because we've seen nothing about it, and this is photos have been going on for a while. I wonder if this is just like an experiment that's got leaked by DJI. Um, where like they're just wondering, like, well, what happens if like we just don't fold on the arms on the on the Mavic Three? Let's just see what happens. And they just took a Mavic Three, well, made, okay. made a few changes, and why not? Then my ask is, what happened to the Phantom Five? Why not just give me Phantom Five? Yeah, I I I guess like if you have this drone, which looks like it has like the same payload sensor as the Mavic Three Enterprise. Like, is then there? Give me, give me back my Phantom lineup. I really yeah. like the like, Phantom what's, lineup. What's the point? Especially if there's no landing lines. There's, there's really any type of other than like just the bottom of the drone. Like I know. Type, like, like, like a, what happened to the landing Phantom. gear? Why not extend on the landing gear? If since yeah. this is not foldable anyway. Yeah, this is why I'm thinking like it's part. It's either it's either not coming. Or this is just kind of like a a test unit maybe of like maybe this is just maybe this is a test unit of the Mavic 3 Enterprise. They just this is an early version that I use for testing. I just have we some few, like well, cosmetic comments, changes. Um, so the leaker comments was also saying um maybe compatible with um the DJI dock. Yeah oh that was another thought I had too. yeah that it could be a, a dock version of like a dock um like specific version of a drone where like this is just for docking like this is just for the dock is like you wouldn't use this anywhere else because then you wouldn't need foldable like, now arms. can i just say we looked at how many leaked testing videos now can i just say why are all of them in urban i, I mean at least that looks to me as urban center look how many high-rise buildings no, i have no idea where they are i'm just I, here's my I, I don't know where this is it's just like my I, I don't do, I don't there, do no equipment testing in city center like i take it in the middle of uh, a yeah. field you know no one's it, there that's why i do my testing when they did their uh when they did their uh dj did like their fpv fly through of their new office building in uh Shanghai, right? Shenzhen. Shenzhen, sorry. Um, they like they do a lot of fly testing around their buildings. So I'm just imagining someone like on like the 30th floor. Okay, wait. I understand if it's their. I understand if it's their building. And number two, the new DJI building. Um, um, I believe when Avata was released, they still wasn't like it was ready. But it was still Mm -hmm. sort of that COVID, you know, open or close time. No, almost no one was in there. 
So yeah. that I understand. But this, I don't, I don't know. I don't, like, I, why? Listen, my imagination is just someone sitting in the 30th window, the 30th floor with a window open, flying drones around. Like that's all. That's, that's just my and, thought. And, and good luck trying like not, to protect it from any leaks. You're flying. <laughs> People are gonna see it. I, I don't right. know. It just doesn't seem to make sense to me. I mean, even when they take it out. Like they they they're even worse at keeping leaks because there's people who walk past it and take photos of it and then share it. Like, especially there's a guy in a public in, area with like a with a you know the Mavic Three or whatever when that came yeah, out. Yeah, I like, mean, especially know. if you're in Shenzhen in that um you know special uh, technology park district, and everyone, everyone knows, knows about tech. It's not yeah. you take it somewhere where no one recognizes it, right? Yeah, I'm happy that like in my area now there's not a lot of drone people and that the areas I go there's just like not like I mean. I remember I brought unreleased drones out to the public to get some photos and stuff like that for for that, and like no one has noticed. Like people walk right past it, and like no one knows. They don't care because they do, they don't know what it is. it's just a drone. They don't, like yeah, I don't think I've yet to run across someone and be like, oh, is that the unreleased? Like no, like no one, no one has come across it. So, <laughs> um, on that note, there's a story on. One sec, I think I zoomed out too much. There's a story on New York police is planning to use drones to look into outdoor party complaints this Labor Day weekend. Um, that's that to me is an interesting topic because we talk about privacy, right? We talk about um, um, the different state or government departments are are deciding if they're going to use DJI drones or not. But this seems to just spark. It, it's putting, you know, it's putting feel onto an existing fire, right? <laughs> Kirk's got a new friend. Hey, here's my dog. I'm dog sitting and uh, I have, she, like I said before the show, peaks and valleys. Here's her 30 seconds of high energy. Um, and she almost jumped up on the table. So, uh, yeah, this is, when I went to that UVT event, I asked her for, I, I, I was asking a lot of use cases. I was like mostly what I was interested in. Like, what, you, what are your use cases for, um, for drones? And every time it was search and rescue, mapping of crime scenes, like aerial photos of crime scenes, like ma- just mapping, a lot of mapping. Never have they ever brought up like, oh, we, we want to like, you know, check out. I mean, there's some there's some people there's sometimes they talk about like large crowds, like riots and like because we had, you know, the last two summers, you know, we've had some sort some large gatherings with who have turned it that have turned in the riots. Um, like there's some stuff like that, but never like, well, like we want to just like see what's going on in a party. Like we don't like never like, or never see, like intelligent you know, local, and, let's like, say bylaw yeah. enforcement. We want to see if that person is cutting his grass or leaving things in his yard that he's not supposed to. Yeah. Like um, they've, they never even hinted anything like that. It was always like, because that's, that's like always like a side touching. thing. Like, oh, we can use this drone to like yeah. watch the, watch yeah. the riot. They, it's always there's a line between there's a line between emergency response versus yeah. enforcement, especially when it comes to bylaw enforcement, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a there's a pretty clear line between the two, and from what I've seen as well from police agencies, they tend to choose the side where it's emergency response, yeah, uh, search and rescue, right, fire or or uh, some kind of you know criminal investigation when there's a, a huge riot or shootout or something like that. Uh, they typically tend to shy away from one's bylaw enforcement, which is why this story surprised me because this is not just bylaw enforcement to check, you know, your yard. Are you having something that you're not supposed to? We're talking about parties. Um, mm-hmm. 
neighbor feels, so to speak, right? Like to me, yeah. neighbor feels is one of those really, you know, there's no 100% right or wrong in most of the cases. It's yeah. more um, ethical versus legal in a lot of the situations. And those are really difficult situa situations to actually rule, right? I can't say I'm too surprised by this because it is the NYPD and uh, they have used, I think, was it was like a year or two ago they brought out what those spot dog drums yes um which were, i can't remember what they were doing with them. because they looked a little too uh intimidating yeah and they they that got it like shut down by by controversy like over their use of those so like i can't be a hundred percent unsurprised with my nypd saying like well why don't we use these drones for like you know looking around parties uh because they've done stuff like this before Although N NYPD is one of those agencies that like operates very differently from any other police department. Um, I mean, it's the only police department in the United States that has an intelligence bureau that operates outside of the United States. So that's the whole thing as well. But like, <laughs> uh, this is it, a different it's, game. It's just like one of the, it's just a use case is like, okay, really? Like, do we, I can see like, maybe if they're like trying to uh, see if there's a, like, is this a party of like it? I get the speed of response. Are there contraband in parties at what they're trying to see? Do we need to send a unit out for a complaint about, you know, a family gathering that like is just like having a lot of fun? Or is this like, is this like a college party in the back in a pool party with like, there's like 80 people in this backyard? Like, I guess you could speed up response times by sending a drone over there and then sending a unit, you know, especially if it's like, you know, maybe it's like Staten Island we're talking about where like it's a much larger island and probably a much smaller police force than in the city. Um, but is this one of those things where like, okay, cool, well, NYPD doing NYPD things? Now, and... my question is, <laughs> would they send, let's say, a drone with a megaphone speaker like the M30 and then just go to the party, <laughs> identify the situation, would they actually broadcast to say, this is your first warning? <laughs> I wouldn't put them past them. I wouldn't put them past them. <laughs> <laughs> Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if they did. <laughs> my my other question would also be like, where, what, what specific districts would they actually do this? To me, that makes a yeah. big difference. If someone is living, let's say, in downtown Toronto Center, next door to CNE, next door to you know all the party places, yeah. venues, etc., they shouldn't expect quietness, especially yeah, like on one of the largest you know summer parties summer. ever, right? Yeah. This is always more going to be part of the suburb area of New York, which is like Staten Island, and I don't, I don't, even, I don't know where all, all the other bureaus. Like I don't know how I know all the if you once you're on like well, if it's suburban, proper, if it's like, a it's quite family oriented residential neighborhood, I can mm -hmm. understand where there will be more demand for quietness. Yeah, and I, I guess the only, the only thing that makes sense is that like it would be faster to send a drone than it would be to send a unit, um, like a squad car over there, but also kind of like. Do we need to be flying drones and stupid in people's backyards? Like, you know, on that note, I do agree, actually, because you know how many neighbor feels who, you know, started with um, uh, complaints or, or disputes, etc. And then when uh, actual law enforcement get there, it was nothing. Right. Just because one neighbor was yeah. upset at the next door neighbor and just wanted to annoy them. So on yeah. that note, yeah, yeah. It, it makes sense just to send a drone and be like, is this a real problem or is this is this is a neighbor complaining? Mm -hmm. And then would would an officer showing up escalate the problem? Like, yeah, because they wants to see that we, the squad car is pretty easy to spot coming down your street. You know, then the neighbor who complained comes out and starts talking with the cop, and then like the other neighbor who got complained on comes out, and they start arguing. If you just send a drone, 
it's kind of just like, oh, what's going on? And the drone leaves, and I'm just like, okay, whatever. You know, that it could it could actually be a much reasonable solution it could. to deescalate um, a possible problem. Than, and a lot of you know, bylaw enforcement is based is complaint based, right? They don't mm-hmm. actually go out to check unless the neighbor actually makes a, a complaint or they receive yeah. a complaint. Um, on that note, I mean, the article talks about the privacy or just even local um, news agencies were talking about privacy. So this is why, I'll share, this is why some of our municipality clients here were shying away from using drones for uh, especially bylaw enforcement, so to speak. Um, Because it depends on, it's what's called, have you put up reasonable effort to protect your privacy? Meaning that if you put up tall fences, you know, if you put up uh, uh, privacy trees, or if someone Mm -hmm. walking by can't see into your backyard, then a law enforcement officer shouldn't be taking off with a drone. Let's say if they're checking, have you cut your grass? What do you have in your bed? Do you have like a illegal deck or, or shed in, yeah. in your backyard? So if you put up, you know, reasonable effort, they're not supposed to come and check for bylaw. They have to give you a notice and, you know, get permission before coming in, something like that, right? Yeah. So this is why bylaw enforcement with drones is always tricky, is how much are you supposed to see? And are you collecting evidence, you know, ethically and legally? Yeah, and here in Milwaukee, every agency that I talk to, you know, that's one of the big concerns is privacy, making sure that if they captured video, they have like, it has to be put in, it has to be released or at least, you know, um, either deleted within 24 hours or stored for like, it's, they have 24 hours to make a decision whether or not it's just being deleted, it's useful. Or, or is, if it's useful, and then like, do they have to release it, or is it going to be part of a criminal case? If it's not part of a criminal case, then you have to release it or whatever. And my dog is again uh, coming up on my door, on my table. You're crazy. She, no. she wants to be the star. There, we'll have a new host. Yes. <laughs> oh, while Kirk is dog handling. Now, here's my <laughs> I, my other note on on law enforcement from um our uh, again just from working with different uh, municipalities. Um, they're also looking at what's the alternative, right? So, law, law, from from them is is there a better way to achieve that result? Is drone actually going to create more issues or um you know save efficiency? Those are also the questions. So one of them, one of the typical exercises I've seen is they don't record. They try not to record. They try mm-hmm. to make decisions based on the live feed. Because yeah. the moment they record, and if they don't have a process of, like you said, deleting them in 24 hours to 48 hours, then it becomes public domain. Anyone can go through the Freedom of Information Act and to yep. request to actually watch it. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good old foyers. The, the tool of journalism everywhere that public agencies absolutely hate. Yes. <laughs> there's a, we're maybe off topic a bit but there years ago there was one case where um the i believe it was the wife who was able to catch the husband cheating because of a drone that was flying around the neighborhood and video became uh, public i believe it was for real estate uh, promotion for one of the houses and just from <laughs> watching the video she was able to identify i guess through cars and you know through the <laughs> husband's car yeah and that became evidence in divorce court and then she won right so there there was there there had been a past case where this had happened interesting interesting that is <laughs> yeah I, I a lot of um yeah like the only time stuff gets recorded i've i've talked to with local agencies here it's like it's just mapping like or crime scenes like they really try not to record. They just try to use it as like just as a mobile camera, like and, you know, using drone sense and then go back to the command center and then they they make decisions off that. Nothing's recorded. 
which I'm sure some privacy activists are yeah. not thrilled about because they want they want to see what they're looking at. But uh, if it's not recorded, technically, I guess it's not really, you know, there's, there's no there's no um yeah there's no actual video or image to look yeah. at so um on that note so if you are in new york during the labor day long weekend at a party maybe look up sometimes there may be a drone passing by you never know <laughs> <Maybe> look up <laughs> or don't look up and just ignore it um <laughs> uh, okay so next one parachute updates if you're not familiar with my position along parachutes, I'll, I'll restate again. And uh, after the the video, I'll post uh, our review on uh, parachute system in the um, in the video description. So if you follow um, any drone parachutes, ParaZero is one of the main manuf- or earlier manufacturers for drone parachutes. This is talking about on the M30 drone. Uh, and mm-hmm. then we also came across a video showing the M30 actually deploying a parachute. Uh, so uh, the, my... the my car, flight cart 30. Oh, sorry, the flight cart 30, right. Yeah, the, so what we talked about last week. For the flight cart, is it building parachute or is it the third-party parachute? It looks like it's built in. If you look at the video, it looks like that's that's flush with that. Right, no, my point that's... is like, is, is that part provided by third-party or is that oh. its own parachute, right? I, I don't know, yeah, I... I I, maybe they go with a, a company to develop it, you know, and maybe they just they just because there are there the are several Chinese manufacturers that have their parachute complied with uh, FA yeah. and Transport Canada, um, and their pricing are a fraction of what <laughs> either ParaZero or there's an AVSS from Canada. So all the um, you know non Chinese parachutes, you're looking at the pricing is really high. So ParaZero, for example, mm. you're looking at close to the actual cost of your airframe on the Mavic 3 system, right? I believe on the M30 or, or M200, you're looking it's at... it's supposed to save you from buying a new one. <laughs> it's actually... No, it's not. Okay, so that's the whole big misconception about parachutes. Parachutes yeah. are not supposed to... Or they're not aimed at saving the drone. The number one reason for parachutes is actually to get government compliance. So you can yeah. fly over people at events and different situations. That's why we actually did the testing uh, several years back. So that's that's the first priority is not to protect the drone. Second is is to slow down the reason it can be useful. Let's say over people in other high risk situations is it slows down the fall, which gives mm-hmm. you time to evacuate or look at who's under. Uh, or even the AVSS one, they have a GPS guided parachute which will take the drone, you know, close to where you want it to be. But all of those are based on there is a minimum height requirement on the drone when it's flying. Because obviously when a parachute deploys, you need to have enough height to get it to where you want to or to slow down the fall because it needs that distance to slow down the free fall. Um, So if you check out specs, I would say 80% of the time we don't fly at that height. We don't fly above 80 meters. 80% 80% of the time. We want to be closer to the ground. I want to see better of what's on the ground. Uh, or if it's a survey mission, I need details, right? Typically, it's, it's mm-hmm. 60 to 70 meters is the optimal uh, height. So uh, there, yeah, there are many things about parachute. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to see what the pricing from ParaZero is yeah. on the M30 uh, because on all, all the other drones, it's, it's fairly expensive. Parachutes are fairly expensive. And, yeah. um, and and going back to the fly cart one, like this one, I didn't even, we, that was never brought up when it was announced that I had a built-in parachute. Um, and you, you mentioned something that like it sounded like 
this was either not planned or they the actual the drone got hit by something and it was it was deployed. Yeah, um, so they were sorry. It looks like it is planned, but uh, the way they're deploying it is actually by uh, in air collision. Just based mm-hmm. on the subtitles, they were saying that okay, it's about to have in air impact, like an actual crash, and then it crashed, and that's when the parachute deployed. Oh man! Um, imagine being at like a, uh, adversary training in drone, and your job is just to fly things in the drones. That would actually kind of be a fun job. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah, that would be. A, I'm gonna fly just flying avados in the drones. Like that'd just be so much fun. <laughs> I would, I would do that. I'm starting an adversary training company. And that's all our whole job is we're going to train people how to fly around drones. I, that's my job now. Um, but uh, it looks so it actually deployed pretty quickly, and it does look it doesn't look like it actually slowed it down. Like it does look like it kind of worked. Um, I don't know what the altitude was at. It was probably it's, it looked like it was pretty high. It looked like it was probably around like three hundred or so feet. Uh, for um, a larger drone, I have to say I'm surprised that it slowed down that much, and it didn't look like yeah. it was too. I mean, it's high definitely it's a much bigger parachute, like and then what yeah. you would see on like your drone, on any like consumer drone or, or smaller drone. So it looks look like it's so, but the, my issue is the blades are still spinning. <laughs> so <laughs> even if you even if you're trying to like slow down the impact speed of being hit by that drone, uh, you're still going to get hit by the blades, and that's going to cause way more damage to you than the drone is. Um, at least though it landed like bottom first and like relatively softly. So like you might have you ever probably seen the cargoes and the landing legs are probably messed up, but like probably the body of that drone is probably fine. But that's have I you seen it on your DJI's um fly app? Um, there's a spot where it says uh, emergency stop in the yeah. Air. I think I have it set to both out or something like that. So so you you get to choose to have it um as um like an equipment failure or mm-hmm. any time. Which, if if you choose any time, then if you put your uh, joysticks diagonally, that's supposed to be your kill switch. Yep. So a lot of parachutes, when it's either embedded or working with the drone flight controller, it's supposed to kill the motors. That's actually that yep. is the number one priori- priority. So you do have an interesting note: is why are the propellers still spinning? Especially yep. if this is a DJI embedded parachute, shouldn't it like isn't that doesn't that constitute a uh, emergency that should automatically stop the propellers when you have an impact, yeah. right? Like a major impact. Yeah, but, but it could possibly be like the motors were turned off that they weren't locked. You know, like they didn't get locked into place, uh, so they were still spinning freely on the bearing. Um, or like, hey, maybe it's early testing. Maybe they're just testing the parachute and they get to test right. like the kill switch yet. Like, so and, and who maybe knows? the reason it's just, it, um, it really slowed down the fall was because the motors are still spinning. Yeah, maybe they started spinning the opposite direction. Yeah. I don't think you can spin the opposite direction. It's based on lifters and pushers. Oh, yeah, wait. So, whatever. Maybe, just, maybe they just kept spinning. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that helps with slowing down the fall. Uh, Anyway, so those are all the news we got for you this week. Uh, We don't have that much details on the new Mini 4. It's just based on the leak. It it seems like it's definitely coming out, right? It's going to come out very soon in in probably a month or two. Uh, So we are going to see detailed specs probably in a couple of weeks, um, just judging on historical, (laughs) historically how much gets leaked on DJI's new drone. We also talked about uh, if you are in New York this Labor Day weekend, it will be interesting to see how the drone enforcement on parties and noise complaints actually play out. Then we talked about parachute, and I'm just going to give a little forecast for next week. Next week, because DJI recently released uh, an agriculture report, um, there's quite quite interesting information 
in that report. So as we know, if you've been watching us for a while, we've been trying to fund Kirk's drone agriculture business for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, we are coming back to talk about、uh, what we learned from DJI's agriculture report and also what our thoughts are on drones for agriculture. So thanks everyone for joining us today. I hope you all have a nice long Labor Day weekend, and we'll see you back here next week. <laughs>